You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the post-game show. It is, as mentioned, a Friday night roundtable night. I'll have a recap of the game after the guys are done, but they'll send it back to Citizens Bank Park. And uh, I don't think he's there quite yet, but a debut tonight, right? A debut on the roundtable for Ruben Amaro Jr. I, I did text him earlier and said his life will never be the same, guys. Uh, well, I mean. We got a rookie on there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if never be the same is the way to look at it, but. Uh, he said I know. Oh, did he? When I okay. texted him, yeah. So well, he, he's fully anticipating. But, but you, are right in the, you are right in the fact that he is not here yet. I know. He's, he's got he is uh, on still. TV. Yes, he's uh, still doing his duties. On Jim, the big win last night. Way to go. Yeah, they're, they're alive. I'm not sure if they're kicking, but they are alive. Oh, I, I think they're kicking all right. Three, yeah. three overtime wins. Kick saving a butte for hey, like man. 58 saves. Hey, for yeah. <laughs> Carter's, Carter's he's Just win. Saves. You know, it's the playoffs. Just yeah, win. Now it's for Oscars, so it, it's uh, quite a story. If, if uh, a guy he gets cancer in the middle of the season, comes back, obviously because the season's later than expected with it. But now he's playing, and they actually yeah. somehow come back from 3-1 down. You know, there's, like, destiny kind of involved or something. I hope, because that, that's an amazing story in itself. But you could see the guys picking up around them. I mean, Absolutely. we all have no those moments, it. I feel like. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I like this team. you got a lot of different people contributing all of a sudden. This win was weird, right? There was there was nobody who really really stood out offensively. It hit here, hit there, hit batsman getting a run in, and error getting a run in, but uh, they end up winning. Well, you could have Didi Gregorius being the one saying, because it's true, Yeah, he should have been two for five. It's, it's like he should have been the one that we're talking about maybe. But yeah. uh, for me, uh, Tommy Hunter and what he did in coming in and cleaning up the mess that Hector had had out there, I think it is, is a bigger moment than what we're going to really play it out to be because it saves Hector. He's feeling down because his results weren't great. But you know what? A teammate picked up someone, and, and really good teams – not just like good teams, really good teams do it offensively and defensively, and this team's done it both. And that's a that's a really good uh, a feature to have, a characteristic of a uh, for a team to have. What is the shirt you're wearing? Oh yeah, it's my old again anti old school era guys. But you are old. No, I'm not. I'm still in my thirties. Look, maybe old. Look, here's the thing. Uh, look, my 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 whole thing is. Uh, well, the well, game has changed. We get me, that whole thing. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see your three zero heater, so and it's old Fernando. Guys will speak uh, proper English. Let me see you. No, they just you know the three zero swing that he had for the Grand Slam. Nice. Well, I actually what liked did it. You buy that. For? The old school guys would say, <laughs> "Pardon me, sir, but yeah. may I see your three zero heater <laughs> and your gray poupon?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an amazing, it's amazing. It shirt. actually is a pretty cool shirt. Uh. I, I, I like it because... It matches your gray shorts? Yeah, no, that too. Uh, yeah, it just it, it's a moment where I've always felt as a player, unless a position player is on the mound, why you know these unwritten rules on certain things... Like it, I would agree with you. And, I wouldn't and, wear the shirt, but I would agree with you. <laughs> just saying, I like it. I like the shirt too. It's an icebreaker. Some people see it, want to get into an argument. Some people see it. 
Laugh about it. I've got some other suggestions you could wear to get more people to give you an argument. (laughs) Well, I thought more of the against the three O guys would be here tonight. Oh, that's why I wore it. Oh, I see what you're saying. You were you were trying to. I was trying to prod a little bit. Well, technically, because it is Ben and he's huge. Yeah. So. (laughs) Well, Ruben's coming in, but I don't think he's. um, I think he's okay with him swinging three O. Yeah, I think he wasn't. He wasn't first, but there's more. I think you the look. We're always gonna we're always gonna question things, and that's the beauty of sport, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the the you know the gamesmanship on certain things. It's uh, what was the score again? It was ten three, seven runs. Mm-hmm. I, I've, We've I've given seen up at some, least yeah. three seven run innings this year, right? I like, I had no problem with them swinging three zero. And the no best problem. part was it was opposite field. And here's the other thing: a two zero slider by Nicasio. That was the one that, like, okay, so he's trying to get you out. He's not trying to throw. So right. the moment he goes there, you're like, I I, mean, I, I had no problem with it. So I had no problem anyway. with it. I mean, maybe the fact that he missed the sign, that's the only thing you could be ticked off. But that's that's between him and his manager. Who, by the way, threw him under the bus pretty well. And he, the way that Tatis. <laughs> who, by the way. By the way that Tatis Jr., though, has, like, just responded in general. Has yeah. been, I mean, he's he's special. He's he's one of those guys that you can know that carries himself great, plays the game with enthusiasm, but plays the game hard. Yeah, and that's a, like the stuff that you appreciate more about him. Like, I, you need more of them. I take him. <laughs> I think we take a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I like Didi. I'm I scoreboard. I'm scoreboard watching. Yeah, what do you got, Scott? Uh, it's ten to nine Nationals. Two outs. Are bottom they? of the seventh. And uh, just ended. Daniel Hudson just struck out Johan Camargo. So the so the Braves lost that game. Although Darno hit a two-run homer in the seventh to get to within a run, and they actually had the tying run on second. Right. With one out, and Hudson got, uh, I believe it was Duvall or Riley. I'm not sure before Camargo. So they win ten to nine. The Braves right there. That that was the second game of their double dip. Their starter got chased after two and a third. They ended up having to finish the seventh inning with Charlie Culberson, their backup infielder. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Did they really? Charlie got in there. Charlie Culberson got nice. and he got two outs. He, he retired Trey Turner with the bases loaded, I believe. By the way, he's got a cannon. Um, yeah, but uh, what do you got, Joe? So if if if, that, if if he had gone deep there, Charlie Culberson's your winning pitcher. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> he would have been, but in a non-extra inning game. In a non-extra inning game. In fact, in a seven-inning game. But I, I mean, again, <laughs> that would have been twenty twenty. Again, yeah, the second game of doubleheader. But that it's. A, I think it's a very good example of what the Braves are facing is the yeah. fact that they. I mean, they got by today with two seven inning games. If those were nine inning games, you know, Ooh. they can't do it. And uh, this the starting pitching situation will. It has to affect them at some the, point. The lead is two. Yeah, in the division, it's amazing. It is amazing. The lead is two. I I my I'm absolutely baffled by the fact that Charlie Culberson, Culberson had a chance to get the win right there. Well, you said that it was he's got a good arm. No, I I'm just saying like thinking of myself in a oh, yeah, yeah, non-extra yeah, yeah. inning game is going cakes. and it's a a game that's within reach Not still. Your like diet, you're going but, wow. By See, way, we got a rookie. Rook, by the way, he, he's like, guys, don't worry. Rookie wants to go get something to eat. He, does he realize we're actually on the air and doing the show and he's Supposed to be here by now. He by had the, the booth over from us for a while. All right, so he's you good. Think, you think? Well, is that where he's going again? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> is Joe wearing a mask because I had like three peanut butter cups? Or is he wearing a mask because I'm standing a foot away from him? <laughs> he always wears his mask in a very nice way. <laughs> Joe's Joe's very uh, 
Socially conscious? Socially distant, I was going to say. <laughs> well, L.A. is usually in here. If LA, you smell gas, yeah. I mean, he has to have the mask on. L.A. So here. On. Yeah, that's usually what the mask is for in this room. <laughs> well, uh, the fact that it's just two is, is pretty incredible, considering you know where we were a week ago. Yeah. You know? And, and look, at yeah. the same time. Ten days ago, even worse. And you have to give credit to where credit's due and, and doing an about face at the moment and saying, our guys aren't getting it done. Let's go get something. And, and trying to mix and match and uh, between Clintac and Joe Girardi and um, Brian Price, the three of them have just done a, a, a great job to get this thing back together. But it's also on the leadership of the players too because yeah. keeping in it, right, and, and not having those moments where we've all seen it. Where you kind of get the infighting because, you know, we're not doing – you know, you're yeah. not doing it. And- well, and I, I mean, I think, you know, t- sort of to that end, they've been they've been saved by the fact – I mean, here they are, this 10-game stretch. Um, they've basically gotten nothing from Bryce Harper offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than some walks. Um, they've gotten very little from JT. I mean, those two guys were absolutely right. carrying the team for the first – you know, however many weeks, but they don't have this turnaround. If Kutch hasn't turned it nope. around, if Hoskins hasn't turned it around, like those those two guys in particular, if they don't do what they're doing right now, um, this is not happening. No question the bullpen's been a big, you know, to stabilize that's been a big deal, but um, the starting pitching has been really good, and those two guys at the top have picked up where the other two were yeah, they have. You know, sort of carrying the tour. We're almost, Reese is one RBI away from us having five 20 RBI guys. In a season where, like, early on, JT and Bryce, they're running away with it. And then you're going, there's no one even close. DD, yes. <laughs> but then now you're getting that those contributions. You're going, now you can see the extension of the lineup and how it how it's playing out. Well, it's one of those things, I think. Um, Hi, Ruben. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show, Ruben. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the first round I'm table. A rook, yeah. Did you find yeah. something to snack on? I did. I grabbed a little goldfish action. Okay. Ooh. Goldfish. <laughs> There's like eight million tasty cakes in there. You grab a goldfish. No, no, <laughs> like I, one goldfish or like many goldfish? Several. I'd okay. several. Okay. Nice. I, I, I think that, you know, it boils down to McCutcheon getting them going again, yeah. right? He's He was the guy that was cattle. He was the catalyst in the early part of the year last year. He goes down and the team basically fizzles the air out of the balloon. Uh, all, uh, like that swagger, th- it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah. Right? But, a real thing. Can you guys think of a moment that is there's been on the field for him to kind of because there was the trust factor with the knee. We all know that the way that he was running around and everything. Can you guys think of a moment that that kind of got him over that? Because there's no he's not ginger on that front knee and, uh, leg anymore when he hits too. I think just like in, in any injury, when you talk about you know guys coming off of him, it's just a confidence that you whatever you do on it. Nothing else is going to happen. You know, you're not going to. They're not going to be like a negative. It won't be a negative impact on it. But um, you know, he was hitting some balls on the screws early, and then I think he dunked one in. I think there's got a base hit, and then all of a sudden, line drive, line drive, line drive, and then and some to right. That's the like yeah. line drive. Yeah, to the right, biggest thing is those right center ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree. No, I, I, I mean, for me, like when I was when I tore my Achilles and was coming back, <laughs> it was the moment I actually when I rounded first. And I was actually headed towards second and not right center because I could actually make the turn. It was a huge moment because you're 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 doing all the rehab and you're making all these turns. It's no joke. Your turn continues to go out to right center because you can't get all the way around. Yeah. And the moment it felt like it was like oh, it's 
got to be the same. I could do it. Got to be the same sort of thing. If you're coming back from a Tommy John, that you can really yeah. cut loose my fastball, yeah. really snap off this breaking ball, and not feel like it's going to blow up. Um, but um, but he certainly seems like he's uh, you know feeling pretty comfortable out there now. He's 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 damn special. Like you look at the career numbers of him, and you're just like, we knew it and everything, but you you. You miss out on it, like like Ruben says, and then you see it again. You're going, ah, it's comforting for us. Oh, I, I, I know. <laughs> you know, uh, the other thing I think um, that deserves to be talked about, and and you know, in a different kind of year when we're a little more immersed in it and around the club and down on field level and and able to talk with them, and, mm-hmm. and I think we probably. Um, would spend a little more time praising what Joe Dillon has I done I to totally this point. agree with you on yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, think, yes. I think he's probably flown under the radar a little bit. And, no doubt. And I'm, I'm a big believer in you know players play, coaches coach, but to say that a coach can't help a player is, is hmm. not right. And I mean, the pl- you got to give Reese a lot of credit for executing what he's executing and what he's doing. But if, if he keeps on the track that he's on this year – I mean, Joe Dillon should get a lot of credit for, I, I would think, and again, we're not around him every day. Mm-hmm. We're not on that field level, so we don't know everything. But, you know, his uh, his approach, his attack, everything is so different. It's yeah. so free and easy. It's so loose. It's so like he used to be, and, and I think he should get a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about that the other day. Sorry, Ruben. It, yeah. it, the same thing. Same kind of thing. I totally agree with you on that. I think it's um, it's a mindset, you mm-hmm. know. You, you you put yourself in the mindset to try to, okay, when I get to two strikes, I'm actually going to try to put the ball in play. When mm-hmm. I get a guy at second base, I'm going to have to try to drive the ball to the right side of the field. Or if I got a man on third base, instead of trying to go for the pump and try to hit home run, you know, 9,000 feet, it's about maybe I'll just drive this run in. Right. Amazing thought. And I think that's a mindset, and I think it's a combination of, both Joe Dillon and Joe and Joe Girardi. I think that's I think that's established by those two guys as far as the offense is concerned. And when you do that, and you start having success, you start winning games. It's almost just like anything else, you know. It's uh, it, it starts to snowball mm-hmm. in a positive way. You know, you've you've had the experience of being a coach at the big league level, but you've also had the experience of having to evaluate coaches at the big league level and decide whether they're the like. You're the reason we suck. Tell us us about the ones you didn't like. How do I make that change? How do you... I didn't like firing coaches. I mean, you know... Stunk. Of course not. And and I would guess by the same token, even hiring coaches kind of, you know... um, How do you filter through the noise? How do you... I think, um, you know... You don't want to necessarily lay blame because a lot of times I'll go back to like Chili Davis because I didn't, I, I worked with Chili. Chili got fired by the uh, by the Chicago Cubs, and I know because I heard it right, right from the horse's mouth that Theo did not want to fire the guy. Mm. He just could not get his players. He just couldn't get on the same page with those players. And it's unfortunate because Chili's a great coach. And that happens sometimes where, I mean, Milt Thompson, we fired Milt Thompson. I love Milt Thompson. But we made him, he went from being a uh, outfield base running coach, and we then we made him a, a hitting coach. And we just, things just weren't clicking. He had a good r- rapport with the guys. It just wasn't clicking. It wasn't the right guy for that club. Mm. And, you know, sometimes you have to put the right coach in for the right 
personality of the club and vice versa. It's just a weird uh, dynamic, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the coaches aren't good ones or right. dedicated or working hard at it or, and such, but it's it's really one of those things where it's almost like a marriage, right? It's, it either kind of works or sometimes mm-hmm. it just kind of doesn't work. And uh, hopefully you pick the right guys to to uh, to lead your guys. And, and think about it, like what you gave Joe Dillon right there, and what we've done. But it's it's not as much as what you, you would think. That's rare, because the hitting coach is always the one that's blamed for everything. Is rarely given any of the credit for right. when things go. Hitting coaches, pitching coaches get so absolutely. much blame, and, yeah. it's, and not and and it's not warranted typically no. because they work so hard. The hours they do. I mean, I got a chance to watch, as you said. The, the hours that these guys put in are just ridiculous, and they're all very dedicated. It's just whether it clicks or not. Yeah, it, what Scott said too is is the fact that we we're not down there any yeah, this year. Right, I mean, we, yeah, I mean right. you know, we could talk about him every day. We could say, "Hey, Joe Dillon said this. Joe Dillon said that." Well, unless we text him, yep, which he's great with. If you do, but you know what, it, it goes unsaid. Yeah, I, another I talked to Joe Dillon, but maybe one or two times in spring training. Yeah. That was it. I don't I don't really know the guy that he's long. and he's. If, what we're seeing, like honestly, is you. Great hitting coaches, obviously, they have great players. They have great hitters. It's just also a part of the mindset, too, that they can help develop with certain things. But as a hitting coach, you can't really get too high because there's always one or two guys that are – or maybe even three guys that are struggling, right? And and that's that's a big thing for – that we always forget about, like right. yes, they got Reese hot, but at the same time, and Kutch got hot. But I got to get this guy. Bryce hot. is now struggling yeah. a little bit, and and I'm trying to get JT back on track. And you're like, dang, like as a hitting coach, you're going, oh man, there's never a win. Yeah. Well, it goes <laughs> to what he, what Ruben's talking about. I mean, the the job is never done. It's never yeah. done. And, um, and and then now they have two of them, right? They you know they have yeah. Pedro a, does the work underneath. Yeah, and he and he probably doesn't get enough credit, mm-hmm. right? Because he's working. You know he's working every bit as hard as Joe is, and and uh, and creating a rapport and creating that atmosphere. And, and and the bottom line is this: if the guys at the top of the ticket, the Harpers, um, the Real Mutos, if they're going about it the way you want them to go about it, then it all kind of filters down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it all filters down. And 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 uh, you know people people talk about it all the time. Well, you know, what are the best coach? The best coaches are the guys who can coach the big boys. Mm-hmm. Because if they can coach the big boys, then the little boys just follow. Think about Popovich all those years, right? We had Tim Duncan, but he got on him, right? And everyone right. followed. Yeah. Same thing with Belichick and Brady. I'm sorry, but he got all over him. That's why Brady wanted to leave. But why? Because everyone would follow. And if you can get on, baseball's different. You're not going to get on guys, but if you hold the guys accountable, and like kind of verbally hold guys accountable as well, I think. Uh, People fall in. Yeah. People fall in. Line. I had two guys. Jim Fergosi was outstanding in that area. He really handled like the Darren Daltons and the even the big boy like the Pete Incavillias <laughs> and John Crooks and 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 uh, uh, even Lenny Dykstra. I mean, when you handle those guys, uh, everybody kind of has to fall in line. And and uh, the other guy who did that great was Lee Elia. Lee was awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, he was really good. I know he's a great guy. I didn't, he, I didn't he's, know how he, he was. In the you know, obviously he's had a. He's had he's had some things where he's flown off the handle a little bit, but as far as a, as far as being like a quote unquote like he, he was a tough love, he really loved his players, but then when he had to jump somebody, he wasn't afraid to do that and mm-hmm. kind of filtered down. He was really good at it, great. What else you got? 
Uh, Putting up a bike rack tomorrow morning? Uh, <laughs> finishing the bike rack tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Jackals won tonight. Who? The Jackals. Who are the Jackals? That's who Tommy's playing for right now. You said Jackals, right? <laughs> jackals. Nice. Okay. He's just like a barnstormer, <laughs> He's right? barnstormer this summer, yeah. They won in the ninth inning. <laughs> just, yeah. just jump on a team. That's all it is, man. He just hangs around the field yeah. waiting for a game you to You offer work him up. $100 to play, he'll play. <laughs> Gun for hire. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. So of my 10-year-old, by the way. <laughs> well, and it's all can, about opportunity. He, he'll come a lot cheaper. <laughs> Don't say that, Scott. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> he'll bring down everybody else's salary. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, we got to keep that up. Raise we got to keep that $100 a game up. <laughs> all right. Uh, tomorrow, Spencer Howard. Everybody, where you where are you at on Spencer Howard right now, Ruben? So his last start? Uh, he's he's getting his feet wet, you know. Yeah. He's getting trying to get established, and uh, you know, it, it, being a major league pitcher or being a major league player like Alec Bohm and having you know all of this, you know, being one of those guys that the expectations are really high. He, these are human beings, man. It's hard. This is major league baseball. This is yeah. the, the, the guys just don't get onto the scene and become great, and it's going to take a little time. I think Spencer's. Like every outing, he seems to be getting a little bit better. Yeah. Just a night takes another little step and another I, little baby step. I'm interested tomorrow because there's so much talk about the velocity dipping. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's and, a good point. You know, Joe talking about it, it. Does he? How does he come out in the first inning? Yeah. Does he come out firing, or does he come out trying to feel his way? Guys, through? I think he's on. He's on a regular day's rest too. I mean, that's the other thing. He's been he's been so but it's hit more, or miss as far as upstairs. Like he's he's heard. I know he's Boy, probably right. heard it. Well, he <laughs> talked to us. We asked him about it oh, the did other you? day, and and he, his <laughs> response was, "Yeah, you know, I kind of threw, and I'd look up, and it'd say ninety two, and I'd be whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's his, actually good. Yeah, that because, is great because you don't want him to be throwing, that's California throwing, cool right there. No, you, don't, you don't want the guy to be throwing like I remember I watch pitchers all the time. They throw that fast. Like Schilling would throw that fastball in ninety four, ninety five, <laughs> big peak up there. And I just think um, I just think it's an important part of it, of of this guy's just upbringing is to for him not to be pitching to that's great yeah. done well and just the, pitch <laughs> and you know they they let him stay out there for two yeah. innings throwing yeah. like that yeah. i mean he was aware of it they were aware of it but he pitched with it like yeah. that you know what i mean which um, is a great sign yeah. because if you can pitch without your best mm-hmm. stuff as a young kid and you can learn how to do that quickly Wow, you can you can go leaps and bounds. Crucker wanted the MRI machine right out in the mouth. He wanted. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, what happened? Last night, last night we like so Clevenger, right? Yeah. Cle- or uh, for for the Padres now. Yeah. He'd been off like eight days or whatever, and he had nothing. Right. Like he still had his velocity on his fastball, but it, like you could see how. And you're talking about an experienced big league pitcher already. And so for for me, what I'm excited about is he's going to be on normal days rest and hopefully get in a routine where he can get going and get locked in because we haven't seen that yet from him. And I think that's important, too. Yeah. For a guy that's, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's used to it this year because this year has been different, but getting on that, they're creature habit. Let's just Bef- hope let's just hope he's healthy. That's yeah. the most important yeah. thing. I mean, the velocity to me doesn't – the guy's got enough off-speed stuff, and I think he's got a decent enough – uh, delivery and good enough delivery to be able to throw quality strikes. As long as he's healthy, I think he'll he'll be able to manage himself. All right, before we go, uh, we want to make sure we mention that uh, f- the Friday night radio roundtable was uh, 
was performed in front of a live audience. That's right, live <laughs> studio <laughs> audience. Pandemic <laughs> crew. Pandemic. We do Morse code. Uh, do you know? Yeah. Do you know? We're gonna so flash great. the lights here in the booth just it, so they can see. Thank you. Can you, you know, do, we've always you? said we've always said we could Morse perform code? in front of a studio audience. <laughs> I, I don't know Morse code other than SOS. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Don't do that. No, that's, that's we might. That have. I don't know if that was SOS. That was, that was, S, that was SH. I don't even know what else. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for uh, this edition of the Friday Roundtable. And uh, when we come back, uh, I think we're going to hand it off to Jim Jackson, who's uh, standing by, and he'll send it to the break. JJ, it's all yours, pal. All right, Scott, thank you very much. I, did, I didn't hear the horns. Did, they, did the pandemic uh, crew uh, get back to oh, Maybe their horn is out of air. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. It could be. All right, good job. Ruben is now a member of the group, so he's official. And the Phillies are officially hot. Ten of their last 11. We'll uh, have a couple of highlights for you as well as check some scores from around the majors and set you up for game two of the series. Wrap things up as well right after this. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 